0: Welcome to the Short Way Show. I know it's been a while. Some of you are like, What? Where have you been? For those of you who have been under a rocker or something and not paying attention, I've been running around New York State for the past four days. So I'm sorry I did 12 events in four days, unable to be doing a Short Way show. I do. I am sorry. I haven't done one in a while, but I'm here now. See, I do love you all after all. And I'm early. I am early because later on this evening, I will be on Spike's show. So I'll be on Spike Cohen show at 8 p.m. Eastern, so I'm early today. You guys can get double if you want to, or one of us is fine. It doesn't matter. But thank you for showing up. As always, very happy that you are here, 6 p.m. this evening on the East Coast. You know, as I was traveling across New York State, I was hearing a lot of people complain. complain about, uh, you know, what's happening next in their their school, what's happening next to their job, right? Many of you know in New York State, we are uh, making certain types of mandates for our medical personnel, all types of issues. And so I was wondering, has the last year, has it made you think differently about the virus, about our reactions, about what should have, could have been done, now I gambled, as you guys know, and in March of 2020, now over a year and a half ago, I put my plan out on YouTube. Right, my plan was out on YouTube, about six videos or so. For those of you who care, you can go to the Sharpway YouTube page, and you can watch it. It is a specific, uh, it is a specific um, uh, playlist that says, uh, you know, uh, COVID response March 20- March 2020. You can check it out if you want to. I put it out there. Absolutely. So, look, that's what I did. But I also took, if you remember, the advocates, the advocates of self government, the advocates.org, my sponsor, they have a pandemic survey. And I took that survey a while ago. And many of you might have watched me do it. I did it live here. We'll do it again tonight. I want to walk down those roads again and see have we changed how we thought? Has Have things changed or not? Or is it exactly the same? We have hindsight now, which is glorious. But I wonder if we're thinking differently. So I'll grab a couple of comments. Just popping up. Thank you, Joe. Didn't cancel Larry. No, not yet, Joe. Not, not yet. Tom said, I've caught some of your full sharp stops. Well done. You connect with everyone. That's my goal, Tom. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. And Ryan, on my way to our Renslow County Libertarian Party monthly meeting. Awesome. See you Sunday in Troy. I will be there. So, yes, I'm back out this weekend. Again, it's what I do. But let me go through, if I could, these questions just so you see what I'm talking about and where our heads are. I went through the first four questions already. Those four questions I went through already, they are basically, you know, who are you type questions. Here's, here's the actual first question here. Which of the following most closely aligns with your beliefs? One, we need a strong central government that will enforce natural quarantine and place rules, preventing local authorities from making decisions to the contrary. Well, I think we've seen some of that, right? Two, the decision to enforce quarantine in place should be a matter of state's rights, as this power was never given to the federal government. Okay, so one says strong centralized government, and then one says localized to the state, right? And then third, quarantine in place should not be coercively enforced at all, as such policies give governments too much power, harm the economy, and only delays the virus's spread. I gotta tell you, if this was a year ago, there's a whole lot of people who would have thought number three was dumb, right? A whole lot of people where they were going, you know, 15 days to stop this, two weeks to stop the spread uh 15 days to stop the spread, two weeks to flatten the curve. Back then, I think people were like, yeah, yeah, this is, this, you, you, you got to do that. That's the right answer. You got to enforce it so we can flatten the curve. Remember that? I think now it's so obvious. I mean, it's not true. Some some people are still unhappy, right? And they still think more quarantine, more lockdown. But I think a lot of people are against it now. I think it's obvious that three was there. But I, three was there for me a year ago. I think for more people, it's three than it ever was before. Question six. Again, this this survey is from a year ago, right? So if mask wearing is going to be enforced by law, then penalties should be limited to civil fines. Okay, that that sounds reasonable. Like that. Mask wearing should be strictly enforced to protect the vulnerable. I would support the police ticketing people and even arresting, arresting those who refuse. We saw that literally happen in Australia, right? And in New York City, there was a whole lot of people calling on people, right? But that was, a, right? that was a big one. We saw that happen in Australia. That's still happening. But then New Zealand just kind of walked away from this. Interesting, right? Number three, mask wearing should only be enforced by business owners. Government should not force free people to wear masks. The funny part about this one is if you remember, before there were lockdowns, there were a bunch of businesses, small businesses, voluntarily deciding to, you know, distance, or maybe if you remember, they were having like um they made their aisles one way so that you could only go down one way in an aisle. They were having they were those plastic, not plastic, those um stickers on the ground that would be please stay six feet apart. Businesses were deciding to try to do things. Some businesses had um Specific times when they asked the elderly to come in, and they would, ex- you know, do the extra cleaning and stuff, and distancing when elderly people came in. They were starting to do that already on their own. Imagine if we had just stuck with that. Imagine if we had stuck with that and allowed the businesses to figure out what's going to work best in their communities, in their businesses. Now, some people were like, "No, Larry, businesses shouldn't do that. That's wrong. I got it right." That part is to agree with. However, However, we can still tell them that they 're wrong just because a business can do something doesn 't mean they should, and if you don 't think they should, you have every right to be very vocal about that doesn 't mean you can force them either right that force goes both ways right i don 't want i don 't want the government forcing me and i don 't want to force the business the business forcing me I want people to put together their own rules and regulations and I tell you, as I look at this one. <clears throat> While I don't like one, looking back with hindsight, why wasn't that the one that we went with? Meaning, if we were going to go draconian, right, I wish the country was more libertarian. Clearly, it's not. You can see by lockdowns. But if we were going to go down, why didn't we go with the, if you're going to have mask wearing enforced, it should at least just be civil fines, if anything, Right. We didn't do that. We were like, no, no, no. We're arresting you. I mean, we were doing all kind of crazy stuff, and the Australians went nuts. I think it's obvious that most places outside of New York City now, at least, mask wearing is dependent upon the business, and I'm okay with that. I found a lot of businesses are like, you know what? If you're vaccinated, it's the honor system. This is what they put on the on the front door. If you've seen it, it's the honor system, right? Hey. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. We encourage it if you're unvaccinated. That's not a bad deal, right? And to be fair with you, if if the business wanted me to wear a mask, I probably would. I I was teasing as I was going around New York State. I I keep a mask in my pocket because I live in New York City. And sometimes some businesses, you got to put a mask on or you can't go in. And sometimes people talking to people, some people don't want to talk to you unless you have a mask on. I actually don't mind putting a mask on if someone asks me. I don't. If you're like, do you have a mask? I go, no, no worries. I'll put it on. If it makes you feel comfortable, I'll do it. But be, I'll consent because I want to talk to you. And you don't have to talk to me if you don't want to. I want you to talk to me. So I'm going to consent. and I'm going to put my mask on so we can talk if that's what you want. I'm happy that for most people, the vast majority of people, they don't care. That's a good thing. I like that conversation, right? I, but some people do care. I don't know their background. I don't know if they have, you know, issues or if they've got health issues. I don't know what happened to them. So if you want me to put a mask on, I will. I never say no if someone asks. I always go, yep, of course I will. Yes, I want to talk to you. This is what you want. I'm good. I feel like if we had just given people more respect and not immediately decided that if you wear a mask, you are somehow awesome, and if you don't, you are somehow bad in the cities. And then outside the cities, if you wear uh, a mask, you're somehow dumb. And if you don't, you're somehow cool. Right? And neither of those things are true. You should wear a mask if you believe it's good for your health or you think you're helping others. You should wear one. Good for you. I think you should. Up to you. If you think that, you should do it. If you don't, then don't. I know people get mad at me when I say that. But I'm, I'm about consent. I'm not anti-mask. I'm pro-consent. You want it? Good on you. Take care of your own health the way you think is appropriate. So obviously, it, it seems obvious now to me, right? But if you remember when I was talking about this last time, there was a back and forth. Now it's like, nope, obvious. Next. Only essential businesses should be allowed to stay open during times of pandemic. Life matters more than economic activity. That sounds... Very righteous, doesn't it? Sounds amazing, right? Life matters more than economic activity. That sounds great. I don't think that's true, though. I think you decide that, not me. That's the point, right? I think you decide that, not me. Well, why are you being cruel? Well, nobody, nobody stopped me from joining the Marine Corps or the hundreds of thousands not millions of people who have joined since, millions since, since I've been in. Millions have joined since. And the tens of thousands who've been killed, who've lost their life. For what? For the military industrial complex. Economic activity. Yeah. In that case, it's fine. But in the other case, it's not. But not just that. How about people taking dangerous jobs? Period. Right? What if you're a logger? You know how dangerous that job is? What if you're a coal miner? You decide what what you want to risk for what economic activity you want to do. So while that sounds great, I get the feeling right. It does sound good. It's just inaccurate. You decide how much risk you want to take for your own economic activity. That's on you. That's not on me. I don't I don't pick that. Right? You pick that. So number. Oops, did I go too far? I went too far. Okay, hold on. Can I go back? I don't know if I can go back or not. Hold on. Did I mess up? I think I went. Did I go back? All right, I'm sorry. I gotta go through this one more time. I, I'm sorry, guys. I screwed up. made the wrong button. I apologize. I will. I will zip through this with a with a bunch of random things just to get back to that piece. I I apologize. I just want to zip through real fast, <laughs> just so I can get to this next thing real fast. I apologize. Let me let me pop through this. Uh, what did I put in here? Uh, I actually put in here. Uh, uh, uh there and then there. Okay. Now I'm back to that. Okay. Nobody should have the power to decide what businesses are essential. Economic shutdowns make a bad situation far worse. In a free and open healthcare market, our system would be more robust and adapt, meaning we would have to worry less about flattening the curve. I don't know if we'd have to worry less about flattening the curve before with you. I'm not not skilled in that. I'm not sure. I'm actually not against economic shutdowns either. So um, hear me out when I say this. If your community shuts you down because the community doesn't believe you're essential or your customers don't trust you anymore, I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is government deciding you're essential, you're not picking winners and losers and saying you're gone. But if your community is like, we all want to wear a mask and you don't want us to wear a mask and you won't wear a mask and we're not going in your place. I'm okay with that. Your community decides they want to wear masks. You want to fight your community. You go under. Oh, well, you probably should pick a different community then. That's all I'm saying, right? If if that shuts you down, I'm fine with that, right? Oh, well, uh, sorry, I'm being forward. Not just that, if if your community decides that you are not essential, well, then that's your community. That's not me. Then you better change your business model then, huh? And that sounds mean, but I want to make sure that the shutdown that I'm talking about, which I think they're talking about too, but to be clear, is an outside government decision to shut down. But if your community shuts you down because you want to be belligerent, you don't trust your community, the community doesn't trust you, you should change your community. That's all I'm saying. I know it sounds mean, but I'm being forward with you. There is an issue with, with business being business. So yes, and I do think though, we find the bigger issue. And I'll go specifically here in New York. In New York, when we had trouble with hospital beds, and we didn't, we didn't have enough doctors remember that didn't have enough medical personnel we didn't have enough beds hospital beds didn't have enough medical personnel didn't have enough respirators and tests remember all those things every single one of those problems were directly directly caused by government directly in New York state for sure other states maybe i don't know the specific rules in other states but in New York State, you know who controls every hospital bed in New York State? Our governor. am not making that up. It's a thing called the Certificate of Need, for those of you who don't know what that is. The C-O-N, Certificate of Need. You can't put an extra hospital bed in any place in New York State unless the governor signs off on that certificate. doesn't matter what he thinks. Well, of we'll just put, you know, extra cots in common places. That's against the law, too. Against building codes. Can't do that either. And I can't do that either. No. So he had to bring the uh, the ship in. And the USS Comfort had to bring the ship in. Remember that? To the port New of York, New York City? Because our laws wouldn't let you. Our laws stopped you. Government stopped them from doing it. So this is way pressure, isn't it? Yeah. It was literally the government that had to happen. Well, what about doctors? New York State. You can't work in New York State as a medical professional unless you're licensed in New York State. That's right. You're licensed in Connecticut, Massachusetts. Clearly, you're incompetent. Obviously, because you can't beat New York State as the only cool. No, that's true, though. So you have to change the laws. Yeah. Embarrassingly bad. All our fault. We couldn't make ventilators. We couldn't and we couldn't make tests. Guess the law. Yeah. All those problems directly because of the government. Yes. Next, it makes sense to shut down certain centers of business and mass gatherings to ensure the health care system to take care of the sick. However, this should be carefully monitored and businesses should be reopened as quickly as possible. This actually sounds, again, this sounds great, right? It sounds reasonable. It sounds smart. I mean, it starts with, it makes sense. This sounds great. Here's the issue. Who decides? That's the big thing. Who decides? And then when do we open up? And then when's as possible? Who makes all these decisions? If this was local businesses and communities should decide, ah, I like this one. That's a that's good. That would work. Government decides when and how? We we saw how that worked. We're still seeing how that works. Not so great. Not so great. So I'm going to go with, you know what? This is the, the now that we see what's happening, the libertarian answer in my view and if I'm wrong, I'm going to go through your comments in a second. It seems so grossly obvious. The libertarian answer is the right one now, right? Now, we have hindsight now. It's been a year and a half. So we've seen what's happened. We've seen what's happened. Let me grab some of your comments here. You guys have a lot of comments. I, I do want to grab some of them here if I can. A, a bunch of comments if I can grab them. <laughs> so, all right, let's see if I can go here. Um, let's see here. The mask question doesn't have an answer I agree with. Ooh, interesting. Okay, hold on. She goes down again. There should be no enforcement of mask wearing, whether government or private business. Why not private business, right? Shouldn't shouldn't a private business be able to say, even if I disagree with it, you know what? I don't want you coming into my facility unless you're wearing a mask. And maybe they have a, a health issue. Maybe they have some workers who are older and they don't want, to gamble and they believe that the masks are going to work and help them, or even they don't, maybe the, the workers feel more comfortable if that would happen. If it's private business, don't you want to allow them to, to have that right? The reason why so many businesses did it was because the government would punish them if they didn't. I think you would have had a mix of businesses, some doing it, some not. How do I know that I believe that? Because I've, I've traveled the state. And as you travel the state, not every city has the mandates that New York City does. New York City has gross mandates. I mean, insane dumb mandates. But around the state, that's not true. And some businesses like masks are required, but most aren't. Most are like, hey, we encourage, nice if you want to. If you're, if you're, if you're vaccinated, not. If you aren't, we would like you to, that kind of thing. And I see people with them without masks, some areas more than others. I feel like that's the freest way of doing it. I feel like the mask, the, the mandates from the government is what made it bad. I, I, I'm, I'm happy if you think I'm wrong with that. We have a conversation. I feel like that's an obvious one in, in my view. So, yes. Obvi says, the government is not our parents. When government becomes the parent, the government the government becomes a child. Hmm? That it means the, the people, I think. Now, Oh, becomes a child. I'm not sure we're going with that, Monabi. Now that they have the power under the guise of benevolence, they will never let go. I think it's also true. Yes, absolutely. If a government mask mandate is for safety, why would a simple fine be for punishment? Joe, valid point, right? If it really is for safety, if you're really going to do what our former governor said, you're not going to wear a mask, you're going to kill me. Remember he said that? You're a murderer, right? You're right. That's a valid point, Joe. If you honestly believe that if I don't wear a mask, I'm a murderer, you're right. I should go to jail. That It makes total sense. If that's your thought process, it should be a fight. I stand corrected. If, you, if you're going to go down that road, I guess you should. So, yeah. But let me go back to Abramman's uh, other point. If we're able to allow businesses to do both on their own, And as long as we're transparent with the information, we'll find out if the mask mandates work or not, wouldn't we? Or the local business mandates, if they actually work or not. We'll see. These businesses all had mask mandates. These didn't. Is there any difference in people getting sick? If there is, well, now we know. If there isn't, we also know. I think it helps in the way. So, yeah. And then the most important piece, if there's a difference, if the mask ones are safer, now the community can decide, oh, the mask ones are safer. Let's go to that one. The other store has the option. Hey, I don't care. I'll take the off-flow. Or maybe I should stop doing it too. Or the reverse, we find that there's no difference. Well, then the people without the masks are going to make tons of money because we're going to say it doesn't matter. Why would I wear a mask? I think either way, it, it winds up working if we allow the businesses to do what they feel appropriate. I think in the long run, again, this is a year and a half later. I think within three to six months, we would have known. It would have been obvious in each community. So yes. All right, Um. Tom says it took me until the beginning of July last year for my BS meter to go off. I'm a completely different person now because of all of it. Ooh, so it's it's funny, you know. Saying saying that makes people think you're right. This experience has changed many people in many ways. In theories, one could say it was a bad way, meaning maybe that you've maybe you've lost some. Optimism, perhaps, but I would also say maybe it's a good way. You know, being savvier and being clearer is probably a good thing. So, yes. Avi says Australia should rename itself Oceana. Ooh, nice. Slavery is freedom. Ignorance is is strength. Yes. Um, for those you don't know, Oceana was the name of the country in 1984. Nicely done, Avi. I like that. Very good. Dan took the survey. Thank you so much, Dan. Please, guys, I say it all the time. I know I know. I ask you why these are my sponsors. Head over to theadvocates.org. There are many surveys there, tons of them. I just picked one tonight. There's lots of them. Take the one that you think is important or you like or, or you think is valuable or the one you think your friends might care about. Take it. Share the results. Share it online. It makes everybody happy. It's really a good idea. Please do that. Or take the one I'm taking now, the, 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 the pandemic survey. Please take it. Whatever one you think, there's tons of them out there. Take the one that you think is interesting and please share it. It does matter. You put it on social media. Why does it matter so much? One day, my sponsor, you want to support the show? This is how you support the sh- show for free. Now, ask you for a dime. This supports the show for free. So please do that. That's awesome. And of course, as I always ask you, please like, comment, and share. Like, commenting, and share always helps. So that's free. So please do that. But on top of it, what are we doing now? We're talking about actual issues. We're not saying you're bad because you're the opposite party of me or you're bad because you did this or that. We're talking about real issues and mean conversations about what's going to work for us. It's the best way to have political conversations. Is this style. What are we thinking about? What makes the most sense? It's the best way to have a political conversation. These quizzes work. These surveys work. Please take it. Thank you, Dan, for that. It does matter. Thank you. So, yes. All right. So, thank you for going in here. Uh, let's see here. Um, Gregorio says, Larry, make New York great again when you become governor. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes. Gregorio um, says, and two, the government has no right to declare which business is essential. Every business is essential. They're going about it based on altruism, not rational thought. You know, Two parts. I'll go further than you're going. Not only is every business essential, but just about every job. The only job that I would argue is not essential is one to where it doesn't pay any bills. But right? if 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 you happen to be lucky enough, and I hope you are, it's amazing if you are, that your job doesn't matter, you don't pay bills with your job. You either taken care of by somebody else or you're independently wealthy or a spouse pays your bills or something like that and You got a job for fun. I hope that's you. That's amazing. If that's your job, I would say that specific type of job, not essential. But every other job that pays a bill or bills, probably bills, that's essential. Every job that pays a bill is essential. Every job that pays bills is essential. So not only is the business essential because that creates the jobs, but every job, is essential unless that one very specific type of job that I hope you're all able to have that is just for fun. I just work because I'm independently wealthy. That job, okay. That one's not essential. All the rest are essential. So I go that far. Then he says they're going about it based upon altruism, not rational thought. I'm not sure that's true either, before with you. I think government is doing it because it's actually. Very rational. Think about this. The way our system is set up, if I'm the government, and there's a problem. If I do every single thing I can possibly do, and I do the old, my job is to keep everybody safe. I play that game. And I try to keep you totally safe. If you still die, I go, I did everything I could. Ah, everything I could see, everything I could. If you don't die, I saved you. How many times have you heard government officials go, and now we're saving lives? With literally no evidence of that whatsoever, just saying it. And then they put a mask on, saving lives. How do you know that? There is literally no evidence of that. You just say it and we just nod our heads. Yeah, you're just saving lives. Oh my God, I'm so happy you're saving lives all the time. So I'm I think it is kind of rational thought. Not the thought that I want, but I think it is rational. It makes a lot of sense. Right? I, I do think it we've set up a system to where that works. So, yes. Warren says, nothing has changed for me. I know it's in the virus, created with help from human influence, but it has been a scam on the world from day one. Mm. There we go. No change. Yes, no change. So, all right. Um, right. Let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. I really thought we were going to be forced to make all sorts of market incentivized flexibility to accommodate the change situations of everyone. It didn't really work out the way I'd hoped. Mm. So my friends lucked out that their companies were open and innovative and now are connected remotely all the time and the lives dramatically changed for the better. Christy, you bring up a very valid point. There are a lot of people where this actually was very good for them, right? It really made their lives better. They were able to connect with their families better. Absolutely, that actually happened. Generally speaking, people who you can work remotely and... People who are executives in big business. Big business did very well. It's the little guys who didn't do very well. Um, but some did. I think you're right. I wish more of us had thought about, about what you just said way early on. And we had made the, the, the playing field way easier for everybody so that new people could have gotten in play. If you remember what I was talking about a year and a half ago, relaxing all 3D printer rules, allowing people to print out whatever they want to print out. They want to print that. They want to start printing out um, uh, ventilators. They want to start printing tests, allowing people to make tests, make masks with no sales tax. All those small businesses could have popped up for people who are getting laid off and shutting down because of COVID. We could have made this easier. Absolutely, we could have. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, um, we got rid of uh, Stiphanian in Florida a couple of years ago. I couldn't believe such a law existed when I heard of it. Yeah. I know. It is bad, right? It should not exist, but it totally does. Theresa, New York State has horrible regulations. They cut their own throats in New York. Yes, we killed our own people. Yes. Jericho says, our healthcare system was not ready to, to adapt. Yes, again, too much bureaucracy. We also need to stop thinking about absolutists and accept there will always be nuance. Wouldn't it be nice? Absolutely. Christian says, if private businesses should not be able to enforce wearing masks, should it also apply to pants? I, 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 yeah, I think you're kind of right, huh? Yeah. (laughs) What about head coverings? No, it's, it's like, it's an interesting point, right? At what point do you allow the business or do you draw a line someplace, right? Do you say you can't come into my, you know what? There is a rule, right? If you look at uh, synagogues, you want to go into a a synagogue, you got to wear a yarmulke, even if you're not Jewish. Gotta cover your head, so they even had coverings in certain areas. That's religious, but still, it's a, it's still right, public, right. So I think still, hmm, it's a good point. I think you're right, right. They do no shoes, no shirts, no service, right? They do that too. They you got to put shoes on when you come into the into the thing. So why don't a mask? I I do think you want to allow businesses to create their own. If they create something stupid like you got to wear a chocolate bunny in your head to come in i mean nobody's gonna come in except the people who really love chocolate bunnies in their head and that's a really small group of people you're probably not going to survive too much in that town if you force people to wear chocolate bunnies in their head i mean it's kind of funny you you get a a day or two out of it probably but after that you can have change your policies so yeah so absolutely yes um Brian says, hey, Larry, remember our conversation yesterday about Bonnie Wells? Yes, I do. She took the quiz and was surprised that her response was very libertarian. She's inching closer to the dark side. Can you now convince her to change the party? I'm trying, Brian. I am. Absolutely. Slowly but surely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Bronwyn says, I'm unabashedly anti-mask. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. You have every right to be what you want. Yes, I don't think strapping a lot in my face is a reasonable cost of doing business. Well, let me, let me walk down a road for, for a second, if I could, Brahman. I think what Kirsten said does kind of make sense, right? You could be like, I'm a nudist and I'm against clothes. I don't think it's reasonable for me to have to wear clothes on, in theory. I, I know I'm going a little bit forward, but I think the concept's the same, right? I feel that if you look at what's happening now, there are enough businesses that don't want to have masks, ma- mask mandates. They just don't. So I, I think you'll be able to find a business that would easily be able to to accommodate you. But once the government says it, now you can't. I think that's where I'm going. You have a right to be anti-mask if you want to. Up to you. Up to you. Hundred percent. You should not be sorry at all. It's it's you. You do what you feel is appropriate for your life. Oh, good. Yes. So, all right. Um, let's see if I can do this. Um. Let's see, Michael. Oh, Michael's with you. I agree with Bron 100. percent I don't agree with any of the answers. Either, need the mask. If you want to wear a mask, wear it. Uh, but I feel it's morally wrong to say you have to wear a mask in a free society. Do you? But do you go down the pants line, Kirsten? Thank you for that. I cannot talk about pants on. Do you have the pants line? I don't know. I don't know. So, John says, "Jonush, or oh, worse, jail time." Yeah, if you believe that, right? I clearly don't believe that. But if you believe that, I think Joe's right, John. I think you're right too. That's how you have to walk down that road, right? If you do believe it, I think it makes sense, right? Let me keep going down. You guys got good comments. I want to grab the next question so we, we can keep going on this if we could. The next question. Um, school campuses should remain closed, but they should offer online systems so children don't fall behind. Government programs should be created to support teachers and parents during this period. Boy, I think we look at that now and we know that's not working, right? That, 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 again, at the time it first happened, I could see someone thinking that sounds reasonable, right? I could see that conceptually. But the biggest thing I think we found out is the reason why people didn't want to close schools was heavily because they wanted people to be able to go to work. And a lot of people use schools as, you know, holding cells for their kids. It sounds horrible, but I know a lot of people use it for that. But closing the schools, man, was that a disaster, wasn't it? I mean, now we look back. Wasn't it horrible? I get why people were afraid. I think it was a mistake then. I was against it then. Surely against it now, I, are, are people still for closing schools? I hope no one's thinking that. The kids have fallen behind. We lost 4 million kids across the country. We just don't know where they went, like, in school. I guess they come back, whatever. Tons of kids. Are, some schools are, like, saying, we to do another year over. We'll do another year because you've lost the entire year. Some of that's happening. Um, and kids aren't dying of COVID. I mean, some are, but minuscule. And now, my school system now in New York, Oh my God! It's it's literally a prison system. It's a prison system right now. Kids got to be three feet apart. They got to keep their mask on all day. They can't talk to each other in a hallway. They got they can't talk to each other in lunch. There's no there's no recess. They they in in the classroom they can't talk. They got to have their mask on the whole time. Oh, it's prison. I'm pulling my kid out. It's horrible. It's it's a prison system now. They'd rather close it, right? I'd rather them close the school now. But nothing but bad. It's just, there was no good answer for this one, except leave the kids, leave it open. Did this, map, did I pop it away again? Am I messing up? Let go back to the previous question. There we go. All right, next one. School campuses should stay open, and it's be up to the parents and teachers as to whether or not they attend. If teachers refuse, they should seek employment elsewhere. You know, it's the last part that makes me feel bad, Right? The first part makes sense, right? I get it. School campuses, they open it with the parents and teachers. I get that. But do you just throw teachers under the bus? I mean, we kind of did, right? I mean, we threw our, we just, in New York State, we just threw our our medical personnel under the bus. We just threw them under the bus. And it doesn't feel good to me. I I don't like it, right? I, I, I hate that we threw our medical personnel under the bus. I don't like the idea of throwing teachers under the bus. I understand the point, right? I, I get the logic behind this. But man, do I want to just throw them under the bus? If, if, if we can find a way for, te- for, for students to do remote, could we find answers for teachers who want to remote? I mean, what if you're a teacher who's over 60 with a pre existing condition? I mean, COVID can kill you. I mean, if you're a 20-something-year-old teacher, the odds are it's not gonna. Odds are it's not gonna kill you. You're 60, You got a, and you got, you're got on chemo, you're 60, and you got diabetes, you're 60, and you're 100 pounds overweight. All those things, those present conditions. I mean, I might not want to go to school. Just being forward. I don't know. That one seems harsh to me. Uh, next, parents should be giving tax credits and other incentive programs to encourage alternative options... For education and daycare. This would lessen the burden on public schools and make educational alternatives more affordable and feasible for parents.
1: I like that one.
0: I like that one. The, yeah, can we go with that one? That's a nice one. Let's let's try to. The, but the program part bothers me on this one, right? The the last one, it's the throw peaches into the bus part, I didn't like, and then this one. I don't like the "let's create more programs" part here, right? That part I'm not happy with. Uh, can we mix those last two together? And can we do the incentives and task cards for the teachers that don't want to come in? Can we mix those two? That's better. I, li- I like the two together better. Yeah, I think I- I'm gonna pick three, but I'm 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 leaning towards two weeks. I don't, I just don't like throwing teachers under the bus. One's a disaster, clearly, right? That's clearly a disaster. That's obviously a no. I'm probably new with three. But I but I could see two just without the throwing keys into the bus. That part I don't like. So next. COVID 19 probably originated in an open air wet market where animal meats were sold and consumed. Do you remember? That was the only thing you could say a year ago. That was it. You couldn't say anything else. That was the only Acceptable answer. Remember that. And now people are like, Woo. number two, COVID nineteen probably originated in a vi- viral, la- la- viral la- that lab in Wuhan. A scientist was probably infected by accident, or there was some negligence in the handling of the virus. Now we're all saying we're well, not all. Now many of us are saying that's probably what happened. There was something there, right? And that was what probably happened. But you couldn't say that before could you? COVID-19 was likely part of a Chinese bioweapons program and might have been a trial run set up by the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Right? I don't I don't buy that one. Is it possible the Chinese wanted it or something? Yeah. But that this was the trial run? yeah no i'm not I'm that one I'm not buying, and I get why people think that I do. I don't think it's I don't think that's as conspiracy theorist ish as most, but I just don't think it's true. This is a bad trial run, right If this was the plan, terrible plan and i don't I don't even think they would even plan something like that, right It's the difference between a a a weapon and a weapon system. They would test the system before testing the weapon. That makes any sense. So I'm not buying that, right? I, I, I'm i going to go with the, the number two, which is what most people now are talking about. But think about a year ago. Oh, you had to say one. Well, you were a bad person. And if you said three, you were nuts. I'm going to go with two. <laughs> which of the lines of your beliefs? Selfishness is toxic and primarily and primarily responsible for so many unnecessary deaths and failures Doing COVID-19. Oh, that sounds terrible. That sounds horrible. Are you blaming people for catching COVID-19? That sounds horrible. All right. Next. Socialists have used COVID-19 to institute policies that are crippling small businesses, causing more economic destruction and death than a virus could have ever done its own. Well, take out socialists just put government, and that's clearly true. But if you know what's funny again, go go back a year. And most people in America have been like, that's dumb. Go back a year. Most Americans would have said that's dumb. Now I'm like, scratch off socialists. Just put government. And I'm like, checkbox. It's not just socialist. It is socialist. And it's all of them. <laughs> so yes. Um Systems built on centralized federal power are fragile and ineffective. I'm not sure about fragile, but they are absolutely ineffective. The best way to address threats like pandemics is to build decentralized anti-fragile systems where people can quickly adapt and innovate. Literally my plan. How can I not do three? I mean, two is right, though. Just take off the social. Again, like two and three. Can I mix two and three together? That's what I want, right? I want to mix two and three. I want to scratch off socialists and just put government, then that's a done deal. And I don't want systems with uncentralized federal power fragile. They're not always fragile, sometimes they're super strong. So I'm not sure about the fragile part in this one. I have problems with two and three, right? I want two to just be government and I want three to get rid of the fragile part. They're completely ineffective. And decentralization always works better. So that's true. So
1: which one do I pick?
0: I, I could pick two or three. I wanna mix two or three. My plan is three. I gotta go three, right? I mean my plan is three. I have to go three. I have to. Let me grab some of your comments again. Um I, I think you yeah, I, I have to go three, right? Yes. Let me keep going if I can here. All right. Um let's see here. Uh if I grab a couple here. <laughs> Tom says we rely too much on government in this state. One hundred percent. Yes. Absolutely yes. Yes. Joe says, I found out I was a libertarian doing an online political survey similar to the advocates.org. Please share with your friends. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. Yes, 100%. Yes, 100%. Logic says, we're trying to save lives. Damn it. How dare you question that motive of saving lives? What? Do you want people to die or something? Rabble, rabble, rabble. I love the South Park reference. Rabble, rabble, rabble. You know, you bring up a valid point. And I think looking back at this, which is why I want to do this, looking back, You couldn't question anything, could you, right? Imagine, at least now, when people are talking about being anti-mask or anti-something, for many people, they'll start talking about it, right? Oh, it works because it is, it doesn't work because of that or whatever. um, Now, a little bit. Back a year ago, you were just evil and selfish. Oh my God, just evil and selfish. That's all you were. In fact, if you questioned anything, evil and selfish, I'm gonna sell some of that now, obviously. I think it's not as bad now, not if it's kind of dismiss you versus yelling. I think so, but yeah. Um Gregorio says plenty of people died during lockdowns. Yep. it didn't save anybody's life. What I meant by altruism is that they force us to self-sacrifice. Oh, okay. I misunderstood you. I apologize. Thank you for that. Yes, I misunderstood you. Yes. That is clearer. I, I would agree. I think, I think you're right on that then. Okay, I misunderstood what you were saying. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. I apologize. Yes. So, all right. Um, let's see here. Lillian says, I've seen more gaslighting than anything close to what Trump was accused of. The fact checks are simply a discrediting system to make dissenting voices sound stupid. Valid point. Right? The the idea of fact checks are to make it go, don't listen, don't listen to him. Don't listen to her. They're dumb. I think you're right. That's what it's about. Versus saying,
1: hey, they have an opinion. Yeah, I think, yeah.
0: Nazim says, if only people know the nature of government. They don't. You're right. Yes, absolutely. So, all right, let's see here. Um Joe says, no shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah, absolutely. Brahman says, masks can be treated like a medical device. Pants or clothing are mask clothing, or medical devices. You can't have it both ways. Is a mask a medical device? You know, I'm unsure on this one, want to be forward with you. You know, I, and the reason why I say this is so you, you don't think I'm dodging you. I'm not dodging you. I'm trying to be really honest and forward with you. My city councilman, one of my city councilmen here in New York uh, City, Literally went on TV and said, "We should all wear masks as a sign of solidarity." Sign of solidarity. So in his eyes, a mask isn't a medical device; it's a virtual signaling device. It's a you're my you're my team de- device. So maybe, maybe not. Are pants a medical device? Maybe are there Maybe maybe not. Are they just a cultural device? Shoes, you could say, because of, of dirty feet transferring stuff. You might say shoes in theory are medical device. I don't know if you can make an and or here. I'm not. What I'm saying, I guess, Roman is, I don't think it's both ways. I think there's nuance here that either side, or any side, I shouldn't even say either side. I'm, I'm now doing it myself. That any side could go. You could easily go with, ah, eh, well, it is. It isn't. Is it cultural? And and do I have a right to be cultural, right? If I if I run a synagogue, and you want to come in, I say put the put the yarmulke on it, don't come in. That's cultural, or maybe religious. I, depends on how you look at it, right? Either one of those, um, spiritual, whatever. Could I say coming into my um you know coming into my uh, Buddhist temple? You got to take your shoes off, right? Is that medical device? Is that all? I guess I'm saying, Brahman is I, is I do think that either way. You could say it's medical device or not. I think the private organization. I'm still on the, on that side. They can say no or yes. I mean, it's a shirt. That can can I go on with no shirt on? Is that medical? Am I trying to be clean or hygienic? Does that matter? Can I throw some out because they smell bad? <laughs> I don't know. I did, I don't think it's black and white. I guess is my point. I don't think it's black and white. And I'm still, if I have to air, I'm going to air on the side of the business. That, that's where I'm going to air. I hope that's clear what I'm saying. I know you don't agree with me. I just hope that you at least understand where my head is. So there we go. Scott says, my attitude has changed in the pandemic. I'm vaccinated. But if I knew back then what I know now, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. They rolled the vaccine out too fast without enough testing. I got the Pfizer vaccine now. And they're saying the vaccine isn't very effective at all six months later. Well oh, interesting. So you're, you have changed. It's funny. I didn't care about the VAX at all. I was like, whatever. It didn't bother me either way. I got it because my wife told me to. I, I had a spousal mandate um, because she was like, no, we got to do it. It's, we're traveling. It's New York City. They're going to shut up. I live in New York City. They're going to shut us down. It's not going to work. It's going to be a pain. You can't go into buildings. blah, blah. Just get it. And I got to say, my wife was right. I've gone to talk to my kids' parents, my kids, right, my kids' teachers, the other parents sometimes, my kids' teachers. I've gone to government buildings and I had to speak at a college more than once, and each time they literally made me show them my card. Now I could have said no said, so I'm not going in, but then do I talk with my kids' teacher? They literally would not let me talk with my kids, t- my kids' teacher, and and you know administrators unless I had it. That's how bad it is here in New York City. I couldn't have spoken at two colleges recently in high school. I can't speak at high schools and colleges unless I have it. So my wife was like, just do it. You have to. How You can't live this without it. And I acquiesced, not because the government said so, because my wife said so. That was my mandate. But again, to be forward, that's also consent. I consented to her, and I often do. And I consent to marrying her, which I'm very happy I did, 20 years together. So that's mine. But I'm still not... I don't care either way. It's not my. Th- it's not my thing. I'm not. I, it's not a hill I want to down either way. To be fair with you, is that the right term to use? Maybe not. So yes. So Joe says, I bet there are some people out there that would love an excuse to wear a bunny on their head. Yes, that was my point, Joe. There are. You've got a small percentage of people who are going to put that chocolate bunny on their head, and for them, you're the greatest store in the world. But for the rest, <laughs> so yes. Michael says, I don't think that's a fair comparison to compare masks to pants. Wearing a mask is not normal wearing pants is. is not normal wearing pants is. I think it's become a norm. And again, I'm biased. I'm biased. I live in New York City. I see lots of people with masks on. So maybe, maybe it's become norm. And is that the issue? So if something's a norm... Does that mean it's it's okay, right? Now go back to my shoes example. If you're going into a Buddhist temple, it is normal to wear shoes in the public places. If the Buddhist temple says, "No, Michael, you may not come into my Buddhist temple unless you take your shoes off." Well, it's normal to wear shoes in inside people's you know places. Should they not be able to mandate that? Again, if I've got a nuance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to err on the side of the business, right? Or in this case, the temple or whatever. And they say, look, you want to pray in my Buddhist temple? You got to take your shoes off. Or don't don't pray here. Pray to so myself. Open your own temple up. You, you can't pray here unless you take your shoes off. So maybe that's an issue. I don't know. Paul says, if masks work so well, how can they haven't actually stopped the pandemic? Valid question. 19 months later, COVID's still everywhere. Masks really didn't work. People seem to avoid answering this question. Also true. But you do feel good if you want to be a virtual seamless. Yeah. So, yes. Tom says, I'm nervous they're going to make vaccine mandatory for little kids. Already on the way. That, yep. Already coming. Guaranteed. Already coming. Absolutely already coming. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Jason says, what's your weakness, Larry? If you win the governor's race, what's your temptation that could corrupt you? How do the establishment exploit your weakness? What's your support structure to resist? It's a great question. And I wish I was perfect, Jason. I wish I was incorruptible. That would be amazing. However, I'm neither of those two things. I think there are a couple of benefits that I have. Number one, um, most people, if I get into power, are not going to want me to do anything. They're going to want, want me to fail. So I guess they're corrupting me to not do stuff, maybe, versus to do stuff. So I think that's one advantage. But the second thing is, I actually, whenever I put teams together, I always put teams of rivals together. I follow the Lincoln model when it comes to putting teams together. And if you know, work with me, I always have people of different thought processes, diversity of thought, always around me. And in my circle that I have, and again, anyone who works with me knows this, I am insanely transparent, grossly transparent. There are multiple people who have access to my calendar, who have access to my email. I am grossly transparent, and I did it on purpose, so that if something begins to happen, people can watch, and they can see, and I hope stop. The reality of it is almost no one, except unless you're already corrupt, unless you're already corrupt, no one is corrupted overnight. You're corrupted over time. Well, you know what, Jason? Just do this. Well, you know what, Jason? It's only this. Jason, it's a couple of bucks, who's going to notice, right? It's That's how people become corrupted. It's not, here's a billion dollars, go kill people. That's not what happens, right? It is always a slow journey towards the dark side. And my hope is that my team will see it. So you'd have to corrupt the entire team. Could you do it? Yes. Is it going to be a whole lot harder? Yes. Not just that. I still follow this model. I'm out here with you. Everything I do is no notes and just live. If I start slipping, guys like you are going to be very vocal on when I start slipping. So I think that lowers the chances of me being corrupted. But I might be corrupted. I'm being forward with all of you. It is possible. I am just a human being. It could happen to anybody. Me too. The other advantage I have is I openly know that I can be corrupted. I know that I'm human. Most people who get into power think they're above the law and above everything and too smart and too better. I know I'm not. I've shown you my weaknesses many times. The people on my team, I go out of my way to not pick yes men. Out of my way to not have them on my in my executive, in my world. Out of my way, not do that. And again, anyone who's working with me, you can ask any of them. They know that's how, I, that's how I do things. So I set myself up. My structure that I set up is to resist, is to be transparent. And hopefully someone will tell me, hey, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you thought that little bit was okay? Well, now just a little bit times two. You're going too far. So my hope is that. Plus, I happen to be very easy on whistleblowers, also my system. Literally, part of my campaign is to set up an an office of transparency. I'm not joking. I've said it more than once. So I'm open with whistleblowers. So if I start doing something stupid, I hope someone will stop me before I go too far. Or I hope before I even become corrupt. I hope when I'm on the edge of becoming corrupt, they go, hey, step back from the edge, homeboy. Back from the edge. So that's my structures. But no, I understand. Your, Your point's a valid one, Jason. I'm just a human being. Of course, I'm corruptible, right? But the point that I recognize that I am, I think gives me an advantage and I think lowers the odds of me being corrupted. Does not make them zero, it just lowers the odds. Um, I always say the same thing. If you don't want to be fooled by people, understand that you can be fooled by people. I'll give you an interesting stat the average IQ of cult members is higher. Than the average IQ of the average American. What? I thought cult member people are dumb. No. Not at all. Because people who go into cults. Very often. Would never believe they can go into a cult. I'm too smart for you cult people. So because they think they're so smart. When they start falling to the cult. Well of course it makes sense. I wouldn't believe it. If it didn't make sense. Because I'm too smart for a cult. So the fact that I believe it. Means it's not a cult. And I'm hundred percent sure the spaceships coming. So yes. I hope that answers your question, Jason. Um it's a valid a valid point. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um grab a couple more of these if I can. Linden says the reason people keep saying trust is science is because they are as equally uneducated as hardcore anti are and are able to actually explain the reasoning for trusting government because government has now become science, apparently lot of stuff in that one. Let me go to what I spoke about yesterday. Some of you may have seen it yesterday. I brought up something. Most people, not all, there are a percentage of people who don't fall into this, but without question, the vast majority of people don't do any homework. They simply listen to the person they trust, right? So my talking heads says this about science. Therefore, I believe it. Most people are living their lives and their businesses and their families and doing all types of things. They're not going to walk down a rabbit hole and actually check out both sides of an argument. Some people do. I don't want to say no one does. People do. But most people don't. What did my talking head tell me? Am I, am I watching Tucker Carlson or am I watching Rachel Maddow? Whoever I believe, that's the person I was to do. If they tell me the science is X, science is X. If they tell me science is Y, Science is why. That's most people. I think that's the issue that we have more than anything else, is that we're believing talking heads more than anything else. So that's why I'd walk down that road. And if, the, and if your side of the government's in charge, then your side of the government's right. So, yes. So Joe says, for the record, I don't think people should be punished at all for a government mass mandate for COVID. I knew that, Joe, and I think most people knew that. I think your, but your point was a valid one. If someone believes that it's murder, yeah, you should go to jail. That that makes total sense. If your logic is it's murder, then you're right. Jail it is. It makes no sense. Yes. Paula says, kids need socialization, not isolation. Closing schools is dangerous and deadly for kids at risk. Yes, yes, and yes, Paula, you are so right. I want to jump out of my chair right now. Yes. 100%. Terrible idea. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Christy says, the only benefit of school closing is that I got to visit in on, on virtual school and get insight into what was actually going on in my kid's classroom, and it was really upsetting, to say the least. So glad you said that, Christy. You're totally correct. There is a silver lining to this. I mean, bad on so many levels. Paul is correct. So many bad levels. I'm going to give you one good thing, but there was one good thing, and that is a lot of parents actually saw what was going on. And they weren't paying attention. They were like, ah, it's a school. Kind of what Lyndon was saying, right? Lyndon's like, people listen to the government. Or listen to the science or whatever. Because government's now science or religion, whatever. You, whichever one you want, Lyndon. Government is either science and or religion, depending on the person. It's whatever, right? So now, of course, they're right. They're teaching my kid, right? I'm getting a degree or a diploma or a, he's graduating. She's graduating, whatever. But a lot of parents are looking and said, Whoa. Now, let me be fair to the local administrators, fair to them. Many of them have not been very nice at all, as you've seen on TV, you've watched on the internet, of course. But we trained them to be that bad. Because to Christie's point, most of us weren't paying attention. Me included, I'll be clear, I am guilty of this. I wasn't paying attention either. I was like, oh no, my kids are fine, they're in school, I'll be whatever, fine. I wasn't paying attention either. So I am, I'm pointing the finger at myself too. I am 100% guilty of this. So these people were allowed to be tyrants for years, if not decades. We just let them be tyrants. They made edicts. We said, okay. They made rules. We went, okay. We did nothing. So now we show up and go, what are you doing? And they're like, how dare you peasants enter my kingdom? Don't they, don't you know I am the ruler? I'm the king. (laughs) Out of my court. That's how they feel. Why? We've allowed them to be tyrants for years, if not decades. And to your point, Christy, now we're like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe you shouldn't be. And I'll go one step further on this. A lot of people are now realizing how important local government is. How much impact local government actually has in your environment. We always focus on well, President Trump or President Biden, and they matter, but nowhere near as much as your local sheriff, DA, your local school board, your mayor. They matter way more than Biden or Trump. I'm not saying they don't matter. Biden and Trump matter, not as much as as local. So I think this was actually you're right, Chris. This was a this was a silver lining. Without question, this was yes. So, um. So, yeah, let me see if I grab a couple more of these. You Guys, thank you for all of these. I, I do appreciate this. This mask mandate issue has become politicized. My biggest issue, Joe. My biggest issue. You should not wear a mask because someone tells you it's the virtuous thing. And you should not not wear one because someone says, freedom! That's the wrong reason to wear or not wear. You should wear one because you believe... It is the right answer for you. That's the only reason why you wear one. You believe it's the right answer for you. If you do, all good. That's the perfect reason. Because you believe it's right. That's it. This should have only been medical. It should have never been political. And if we didn't mandate it, it wouldn't have been political. Just here's the data. If you think it's right for you, wear the mask, man. I'm I'm not mad at you for it. I just don't want you to force me. Do what you got to do. Whatever, whatever you think's appropriate. Go do it. I'm, I'm with you. I'm all about consent. All about consent. So I'm not anti-mask. I'm pro-consent. Whatever you like. Yes. So yes. All right. Sorry. All right. Um, uh, Kirsten says, for things like nine, there needs to be an option for we don't really know yet. Let's get the facts. We some conclusions. That was part of my plan, Kirsten. That was part of my plan. Yes. Absolutely. So, all right. Um, Let's see here. Lyndon says, the Chinese are unlikely to release a bio agent because of the odds of them looking like they are not in control. Yes, I'm with you on that. That's why I don't believe the Chinese thing. I don't think they did it on purpose. Mistake? Yes. Somebody screwed up. Error. Accident. Whatever. I buy that. I don't buy the purpose thing. I don't. I don't buy it. Look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a year from now we'll find out it was some secret thing, whatever. Fine. Then I'll be wrong. But you ask me now, I don't think so. I think no. Yes, Paula says right now you cannot even criticize your school board without the threat of jail. Wow. Wow. Uh, of course, you still have to pay property taxes. Yes, the U.S. public schools is becoming more and more pathetic. I agree. Yes, I am really ready to just end this. Yes, absolutely. So, all right, so I, uh, I'm going to grab a, a couple more. Let me let me grab a couple more questions here if I can. Well, let me just one of these. Hold on. All right. Um, if and Michelle says, if you don't wear a mask, everyone says you are selfish. Yeah. Wrong reason. Wrong reason to wear a mask or not to wear one. Wear one because you think it's right for you. That's the issue. Elizabeth, sa- Elizabeth says, nope, hasn't changed. I want to live my life how I see fit for me and my family. I know crazy, right? Cr- Elizabeth, crazy. Weirdo. Yes, yes. Joseph says, I like the I'm pro-consent phrase. I'm stealing that. Please, everybody steal it. We should all be pro-consent. What's wrong with that? Let's all be pro-consent. Let people decide what they want to decide and let them do it. Leave them alone. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yes. So let me grab a couple more of these if I could. I want to finish uh, up uh, some of these questions if I can. All right, um, next one. Um, Let's see here. On the question of our social order changing to adapt to future pandemics, what most closely aligns with your beliefs? One, we need to get back to the basics and follow the Constitution.
1: I'm not sure that's an answer.
0: I mean, I like the Constitution. I'm not saying I don't like the Constitution, I feel like that's almost a dodge, right? Does that really answer the the question? I don't know. That seems weak to me. Again, I'm clearly I'm pro constitution specifically, I'm pro Bill of Rights. Big fan, Bill of Rights. Big fan. So yeah, I'm good there. All right, miss the next one. We need to number two, we need to evolve into a socialist system where a central government takes care of fundamental human needs. Just healthcare, universal basic income, and college. Clearly, I'm not for that one, but I just want to be forward. I get why people would think that. I get why when you're worried, when you're concerned, when you don't know what's going to happen next, that you get scared and you want government to help and you know deal with the the basic stuff. Should not be basic rights, basic basic. I do get that, right? I do. I I just, I hope we see in the future at least, this is not the answer. Centralized control is what made things worse, not better. If we're able to get that message out, I think this can go away. If not, this could be our future right cuz i understand why they think it clearly i disagree but i understand why they why they feel it 3 we need to allow alternative systems to compete with existing systems well that's an answer at least by opt in yes what 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 my whole plan was still allow the state to have guidelines for what a business should do just not force just here are guidelines If you follow those, if you choose as a business to follow those guidelines, you get a government stamp. If you don't follow those guidelines, you don't get a government stamp. You don't get shut down or fined. You just don't get a government stamp. And then the community decides, do they care about the government stamp or not? But you also allow for others. And there's a thing right now called the Well Health Safety Seal. If I got it right, they're a private company that they have their own rules and regulations. And if you follow those guidelines, they give you a literally a, uh, a stamp on a seal on your store, right? It's private. It's not government. It's private. What's wrong with that? Have both. And then no option. I'm going nothing. Okay. As long as you are transparent to your customers, what do I care? You're transparent. You now know I walk in. No stamp. Do I care? No, no. I'm scared. Don't go in. Well, health. I like them. I trust them. In you go. Government. I like him. I trust him. Go in. You pick. This is the answer. Clearly, not even close. Or as they say, this is the way. Clearly, right? Um, because the path we're on is unsustainable, can never truly be reformed. Yes. Correct. Yes. Clearly, number three. Number one is not an answer, even though I'm a big fan of the, of, of the Bill of Rights. And number two, while it feels, I get the emotion behind it, it's the actual reason for it being worse. It's actually the problem, not the solution. So I got to go with three. Question 12. How important do you believe the role of vaccines are for managing pandemics? Number one, vaccines are the biggest hope we have against outbreaks. Generally speaking, that is true, right? Right? Generally speaking, that's true. Is that that not true? It's It's generally true, right? Vaccines usually are the best ones. Oh, against outbreaks. Oh, okay, no, I read that wrong. Okay, I, I, I read it as vaccines are the biggest hope we have against viruses. Okay, no, they mean actual outbreaks. Viruses, I think, yes, right? I mean, the flu, polio, whatever. I think vaccines have been the, the biggest hope, I think, for all of those. But an outbreak. All right, let me hold off to that one. Let me go to two. Vaccines take too long to develop. And herd immunity would likely do more to stop outbreaks than a vaccine would. I think we've seen this, haven't we? I think we've seen that herd immunity has helped us also. Natural immunity has also helped us, right? But then again, do we if it's a horrible though, if it's a if it's a horrible virus that has a high kill rate, this one relatively doesn't have a, a kill rate like the plague. If it was like the plague, do we want to go through this, herd immunity, lose a third of our population? Tough one. Both of those are tough. Three, if we support innovative entrepreneurial market, we can develop vaccines, compounds, and other technologies that help make pandemics a thing of the past. We're doing that now, right? No, no. I'll say clearly three is the answer, right? We're doing that now with those – I'm going to get it wrong – Mono. You know what I'm talking about those 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 things where you I forgot what it's called I'm I'm, I'm forgetting it but all the other other uh, therapeutics we're ha- we're using in treatments we should have focused on that early on, right? We should have focused on this early on, without question. We should have. That's the yeah yeah. I do think vaccines are a good hope against viruses, outbreaks. I'm not sure right outbreaks. It, I'm not sure that's true. And but the second part's right, the but herd immunity, the same part, herd immunity, what happens when 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 a plague comes? This one obviously isn't that bad. I mean, it's bad. COVID is bad. But compared to the plague, it's not bad compared to the plague. If the plague comes back, I mean herd immunity is not gonna be an answer for that one. Three's the obvious answer, right? I mean it's the obvious answer. And we did it far too late. We should have done three, and by the way, that was literally what I was saying. We should have done three a year, a year and a half ago. We'd be in a much better place now if we had done three right away. Three is definitely the answer. Question 13. If a vaccine was developed and approved by the FDA, should it be mandatory? One, regardless of hoped for benefits, to allow the federal government the power to medicate people against at will creates a dangerous precedent. I mean, yeah, I can't. yes. Do I need to go? Do I need? to go forward, that's that's the one, right? I, right? I, I think if we're libertarian, we get this one. I know some of you aren't, but I, I can't. That's I'll read the other two, but that's clearly the one. It, you can't have government medicating people against their will. We've had that in the past. We have. China's had that too. So have us. And it led to a whole bunch of black women being sterilized. That's a fact. That's not being racial. or being. That's a fact. It led to thousands of black women being sterilized. That's what it led to. So yeah, um, no. Number one for sure. I'll read the rest, but just because. Number two, all citizens have a duty to protect each other from disease, so vaccines should be mandatory. <laughs> I want to touch this piece.
1: Because I don't want the...
0: Selfish piece to pop up here. All citizens should protect each other from disease. That's true. Should not have a duty to. I get to have my opinion, and it's my opinion, you should try to protect your your fellow American. I think you should. But that's my opinion. If you like my opinion, please follow it. If you don't, you don't have to. So it's not a duty. But I don't want to encourage selfishness either. I'd like to create through my example, through my actions, through my works in my community, a desire, a respect for, and I hope encouragement for you to protect others. I think you should. But it's not a duty. And there's a difference. I get to say my opinion and tell you that I think you should because I do think you should. I just don't get to force you. And government should never do that. So I want to make that clear, even though I'm not picking that one, obviously. But there's something to it. If the power to force vaccine isn't the constitution, the government should not have this power. I, I, I don't buy this because this says government. Constitution is federal government. That means the state might be able to do so. So New York can force it, but Florida can't or something like that. I don't buy three at all. Don't buy three at all. I don't buy two either but two has a piece that I wanted to cover. Clearly, it's one for me. Not even close. And it was one before I even read the rest. Uh, 14. Do you believe that countries' governments should pay compensation if they're found to be directly responsible for disease outbreaks? All right, number one. No one should be held responsible. We are living in a truly globalized world now, so there's no way to place blame on any country for pandemic outbreaks. I'm not sure I even buy that logic at all. I mean, I I get the idea that says, you know, it's globalized, so everything's intertwined. That part is based on something real. It is, without question, we're intermingled. But yeah, you can blame people for stuff and people should be held responsible. Yeah, particularly if governments are doing something, right? If the government is, you know, I don't know, funding some type of research we don't like, yeah, could you blame it if some government is funding a laboratory that's doing stuff that it shouldn't be doing? Yeah. So, no, I can't buy number 1. I there is a is, there's a piece of truth within it, meaning that we are more interested than ever, but that does not make number 1 right at all. Number 2, national government officials should be held accountable for the damage they cause both in lives and the economic fallout. That's that Seems to be right. I like that so far. Then that seems to be crystal clear. Yeah. Okay. So far, I'm with that one. That I like that. Sure. Next one. Responsible parties, government or private, should be held accountable through some sort of international court proceedings that respects common law and or treaties. You know... I get where that one's coming from, right? That's probably a more realistic piece. The odds of you actually getting government officials to be held accountable, right? Would I rather go through, at least get something and have some responsible parties through something that might work happen? Yes. So I understand why three's a thing. Because it's probably more realistic. But number two is what should happen, Right. The individuals who make the mistakes, who do the things, and most of them do it on purpose, who do the things, should be held accountable. Number two makes sense to me. But I also understand three, because are we going to, none of these guys are going to do it. It's it's a fantasy that they're going to, oh, that's the Chinese official who did something. That's the U.S. if who did something. Let's go get him or her. If you went through something that was common law or, or international courts, you might get something done. Right. Nuremberg did happen. Uh, you know, the Yugoslavian guys, something did happen. Uh, I get three, but I got to stick with two. But I understand three. I definitely do. I, I get where why somebody would go that route. And if I had to accept three because there was no chance of getting two. I would accept three. I'd accept it. But I think it's got to be two. Question 15. How do you believe risk should be managed in the event of a COVID-19 and future pandemics? One, eliminating all risk is impossible, but mitigating risk should be a multi-pronged approach carried along different sectors by free, responsible, and compassionate people. Okay, one's the answer already. I'll read two and three, but I don't need to. I'm going to read anyway, but yes, for one, already. Government should act... Number two, government should act accordingly according to the idea that any loss of life is unacceptable and in the face of a pandemic, so it should take any and all means to, to save lives. 100% no. And I, again, I get the, the emotion behind this, but this is what my governor said. My governor, Her Majesty, Queen Kathy, oh, hello, Queen, she said, my job is to protect every New Yorker. Just done, that's it, that's my job. No, it isn't. And I did a show on this. My last show was on this. That's not in our New York State Constitution as her job. Not in it. Nor is it in her oath. She made that up. It is not the job of the executive to protect every New Yorker. Not That's made up. That's not true. This is 100% no on two. No. If that's true, we shouldn't have any cars. We shouldn't have any buses. Nobody should, wear a motor- should drive a motorcycle. No. Nothing but go- No. Somebody might die. No, no knives. Or we all have to have like... We have to eat with our hands because somebody might get stabbed. So, no. No, no, and no for two. Three, we can't save everyone, but the government should do its best to protect its people, balance against economic concerns, and respect for the Constitution. I like the Constitution part. Again, Bill of Rights. But the Bill of Rights isn't about the government protecting everybody. The opposite. The Bill of Rights has a Second Amendment, which is about us protecting ourselves. So, I don't think you can go respect for the Constitution with the first half of that paragraph, right? You, you can't do both of those. If you do the second part of the paragraph with the Constitution, you can't do the first part. They don't match. It's like saying, I'm going to punch you, but I'm not going to punch you. No, no, you're going to punch me, you're not. That doesn't work. So clearly, two and three are out. It was one the whole time. We knew this. It's one. It was one the whole time. Let me grab a couple more comments if I could. You guys give me a lot of comments. I, I appreciate the comments. i'll grab a couple more of these. So, all right. Yes, monoclonal antibodies. Thank you, Chris. That's what I was talking about. Yes, absolutely. This isn't Ebola or the plague. Correct, Brian. it's not. My worry was what happens for the future, right? But you're right. This is not that. It, it is kind of if you're in the right zone, right? If you're, is it over 60 or 65? I forgot the number, but there's a number, whatever that number is. And you have, I think if you have one, you're in trouble. If you have two prison conditions, you're in big trouble. So for that specific group of people, it is, but only for that group of people. Everybody else, it is not. Yes. All right, so if I grab a couple more. Um, the Bill of Rights limits the authority of the federal government. Yes. And in my view, all government, right? All. Yes. Brandon says, three is worded kind of vaguely. Could swing on how you interpret it best and balanced. I'm, I'm not on, with you on that one, Brandon. I think it's three's No. I'm like, you can't do both. I, I think no. That's my view. I think you can't do both. You can't link the protection safety part with the Constitution when it comes to a virus. You can do it when it comes to outside threats, right? Like, you know, people bombing us or invasion. I think then you do it because the Constitution talks about protecting it, right? And the military and stuff. So I think in that case, if it's protecting people from an outside threat like another nation or an army or, yeah, but
1: a plague? I'm not sure, you know?
0: I'm not sure. So, <laughs> M- M- Michelle says the UK and Australia are now talking about jabbing kids without parental permission. None of this is no longer about a virus. Ooh. Michelle, nice. Nice. Dustin, I don't see any reason to trust the government with our medical decisions. See, th- my point isn't trust, Dustin. That's not my point. My point, I agree with you, by the way, but my point here is they shouldn't have any right. If someone wants to trust the government, they should be able to. If you want to, that's why I'm not against the government coming up with guidelines. Government believes this. If you want to do this, no worries. If you don't, don't. Other people believe this. Do you believe that? Do that. I'm not against you trusting government or anyone trusting government. Some people really like government, and they trust it. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is the force part. So while I don't see a reason to trust government, that isn't my issue. My issue is they shouldn't be able to force us, period. If someone wants to trust Fauci or whomever, let them. I don't have a problem with that. You should do what you feel is best for your life. If that includes trusting government, good luck. I hope it works well. Absolutely, yes. All right. Let's see if I keep going down here. All right. Um. Let's see here. Um. I would. Christian says. Uh, Kirsten says. I would not say that any of these answers is the libertarian view. It's often pointing out that corporations pretty much don't pay taxes; they pass them on to their customers. Likewise, governments also pretty much never pay for this misdeeds. Also true. Taxpayers uh who had are not responsible for their misdeeds pay for them through higher taxes. Yes. More public debt, et cetera. I think it's more libertarian for government officials to be held personally reliable for their own misdeeds rather than taxpayers being. It's a it's a valid point. Um, and which is why I think I liked two, because two said the individual government officials. That's the point where I think two was right. Two said the officials should be held accountable, responsible. Three said the organizations, and that's your point, they don't really pay. But that's how it's done now. And that was my entire back and forth. Would I prefer officials? Of course. Would I take it if I had no other choice? I would, because I want someone to be responsible. So I would take it, right? Yes. Michael says, natural immunity is better than the vaccine. Hello. Yes, agreed. But I'm going to go back to Brandon's piece, right? If it's the plague... That's not a good answer, Mike. If it's the plague. This clearly is not the plague. So, in this case, a hundred percent true. If if the next one that comes is the plague, I'm not sure you want to go for natural natural immunity when one third of your population drops dead, right? Again, this is not this one, but I'm talking about the future here, right? That's the issue that I'm talking about. Yes. So anyway, yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Um, Brennan goes. Well, if the plague comes back, shooting rats is the answer. So apples and oranges. Well done, Brandon. Well done. Very good. Yes, well done. Very good. For those of you who want to take this, Kirsten has been so good. Thank you, Kirsten. She put the actual um, link. It's right there. It's also, by the way, in the description if you want to take this. Please, go ahead. Yes. Jericho says the combo of natural and vaccine is the best. See, that's what I say, Jericho. I think you want both, right? You want both plus. you want. You, you want, you know, treatment too, right? You want treatment, natural, and vaccines. I think you want all of them because for some things, you really want to make sure that the individual, what if an individual can't get a vaccine? Or what if they're in a bad spot where if they get if they get the uh disease, they're dead. They're in a terrible demographic, right? If that's the issue, then I think you want to have all three. I agree with you completely. Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. All right. So that I'm glad you, you got that one out, 100%. All right. Um, looking forward to you and Spike Cohen on Muddy Waters AP. Yes, I am. In about a half hour, I will be on this. So yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. All right, Um, right. Let's see if I can do this again. If this was a real pandemic with New York City fires 72,000 now immune healthcare workers. You know, let me... Let me talk about that, Dustin,
1: for a second. I think that
0: a lot of this is ideology and power. And that's not, and that has nothing to do with the immune or the virus or any of that stuff. So I think they might, even if it was bad. I think they might, because for many people in government, The system is far more important than anything else. And if government says two plus two is five, then two plus two is five. If that means people are hurt by that, then I guess they're hurt by that because, damn it, two plus two is five because government says two plus two is five. So I'm not sure that piece is actually valid. I think they might, even if it was. That doesn't mean this is real or not. I'm not saying that those are the... I'm saying it doesn't matter. It could be real and could be not. That doesn't matter. I think that the idea that the system is more important than anything else, I think that trumps all of it. It sounds crazy, but I've seen it, right? I've seen it. And I think you have too, right? So. Joe says, last I saw, if a 65 plus, there we go. Yeah, I knew it was, right? I knew it was, it was higher than 60. Thank you, 65 plus and pre-existing autoimmune disorder. Okay, so if you've got a pre-existing autoimmune disorder and a 65, it's 20%. That's almost plague. Plague's like 30 some odd percent. So if you're in that specific group, it's the plague. So in that case, you probably don't want be messing around if you're in that place you probably want a vaccine right I'm just saying you probably do even so I would never order it I still wouldn't order it but my view would be you probably should right you probably should just my view so it's in in that area thank you for that so much yes 1984 exactly right Joe 2 plus 2 is 5 because the government says so 2 plus 2 is 5 Yes, absolutely. Very good. Let me let me grab a couple more of these questions if I could. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for your comments. I really appreciate. It. I hope this is. I hope it's interesting for you that we're really talking this out and having some actual conversations. Um, what would have been the best method to manage COVID nineteen from the start? Larry Sharp's method, of course. Where is that one? That's the one we should have. One government should restrict most operations of the economy and society until which time it's safe to resume normal life. This is referred to as in the curve. i got to tell you, in the beginning, this sounded very reasonable, didn't it? And I think that's why so many people bought it, because that sounded reasonable. We know now, clearly that's garbage and wrong. But you can understand why that sounded reasonable back in the day. It did sound reasonable, and people bought it. I know a lot of people bought it. Not true at all. One is clearly not the answer. Number two, protect the vulnerable populations as early as possible, and voluntarily do what's right in terms of masks, hygiene, and social distancing. That's my plan. Literally, two is going to be the answer. That's my plan. Otherwise, eliminate eliminate barriers to rapid innovation and streamline the vaccine approval process. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. My whole vaccine plan was allow vaccines. To be delivered directly at at pharmacies, not through government at all, to pharmacies, so that everybody who wanted one could get one. That's it. You want one? Go get one. You don't want one? I got you. Good luck. Do what you think is right for your health. Go get it. Your, my opinion, you're 65 and older with a preexisting condition. You should get one. It's the plague for you. That's my opinion. You do whatever you think is appropriate. But yes, that's what, number two, close the answer. Number three, don't blow things out of proportion. COVID-19 hasn't been as deadly as the media has made things out to be. That is true. It's not as deadly. Yes, correct. Use your common sense and stay safe. Being circle costs jobs. That's true, except again, there is a population. And maybe if you're 18, 19 and don't have grandparents, maybe you don't care. I'm old enough to know people who are in that exactly what Joe was talking about. I have two people in my life who have autoimmune disorders and are over, in fact, they're over 80 They're not over 65 they they're over 80 for them. This is the plague for them. I care about them. I want them to get vaccinated. Sadly, one of them can't. That's how bad their immune system is. So they do the social distancing. They do all those things, right? And I don't see them. I wish I haven't seen them in over a year and a half. Because what if I have it? If I get it, who cares? They get it. Again, for them, that's the plague. So they're right. Don't blow things out of proportion. It's true. But for a group of people in our society, it's really a big deal for that group. And we should care about that group. Which is why the first ones I said, protect vulnerable populations as early as possible. That's what I talked about. Yes, that group, we have to protect them. And others you know who fit into different rules... But for sure them, we got to worry about those guys. So, yes, uh, definitely two is the answer. <laughs> Which of the following most closely aligns with your beliefs? Tracking and tracking systems should only be used if they are in the national interest and not exploited by foreign governments. Absolutely no. No NSA. No. So, the, so our government gets to track us, but your Chinese can't? Because I trust our government. Okay, clearly not one. Let's, clearly not one. Let's go to two. Digital tracking and tracing systems should be completely voluntary and protected, and protect the privacy of users. Yeah. And the funny part is, I mentioned this. If you were to use tracing and tracking and just ask people, a lot of people would have done it voluntarily. A lot of people cared about this. People like me who, or I have people in my life who are in that, Plague level, right? They exist in my life. I love them. They're my family members. I care about them. So I have that. I probably would have voluntarily done it if I thought they were at risk. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, track me. I'm fine. I I would have volunteered. Many people would have. Some wouldn't have. You know what? I'm not against you volunteering. I'm not against you not volunteering. But if you ask, a lot of people would have, and you would have got good data. A lot of stores would have voluntarily told you how many people came in, blah, blah. A lot of would have voluntarily done it. They were doing it already. They were trying to make it work. They wanted to make things good. You, this was not required to be mandatory. You could have done it voluntarily, got enough people who would have said yes, got enough data, protect the privacy. Yes, it's already two. I'll read three, but it's two. The government should manage digital, digital tracking and tracing systems to ensure that corporations don't profit from their use. Completely irrelevant. I don't care. 100%, not one or three. It's two. Done. <laughs> all right. Which, which of the following most closely aligns with your beliefs? One, government should monitor all citizens' biodata and restrict their movements during pandemics in the interest of the greater good. Okay, we know that's no, right? We, we know that's no. I don't have to go for, No for that. Two, the government should only monitor the biodata and restrict movements of foreigners coming in and out of the United States. I understand why, because they're worried about the coming in part. See, I don't like the bio data and restrict part here. What I might be open to is the tracing and tracking part of foreigners coming in and out. That I might be okay with, right? Because then I'm watching cross borders, who's coming in. Mm. But the bio data and restriction, the, that, that, mm. that doesn't taste good to me at all. I get where they're going with it, right? I understand the logic. I do. That didn't taste good at all to me. I don't like the taste of that one. Does the government know any third party should have access to bio data or medical records without an individual's explicit consent? Yes. But, but, But hold on. But there's an exception here, right? If someone's coming into our country, I'm not against them having to give up medical records. The bio data part scares me. But medical records, I don't have a problem with you having to give medical records to come to our country. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I could mix mix two and three on this one. It's three, but I could mix two and three in. I could. All right, I'm going to get my results. What? I'm libertarian. I'm so shocked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Now, guys, I hope that was interesting for you. Please share your results. It's important you do. Please do that. Take it if you could and then share it. It does matter. Michael says, Constance says no. I like that. I I, I like that. That's good. I love that. Um, Kristen says, a good test for whether an international cross-border policy is reasonable is whether we would accept it when crossing state lines. Ooh, interesting. Would you want to have had to give us medical records when you came to Montana? Why would Canada be any different? If I'm tracking a pandemic with certain countries that have different laws and rules and medical facilities and such, does that make it different? As a general rule, moving from New York to Montana, we're going to have a similar thought processes, but maybe not. It's a valid question, Kirsten, and I consider it. It's a valid question. But I I feel like there is a big difference between those two, right? I I feel like there is. I do think there's a difference, but hmm, maybe. Yeah, it's a, it's a point. Give the government a square inch of steel, uh, an acreage. Also true. Yes. Also true. Yes. Valid point. Valid point. Brennan says I have people in my life who are at risk of many things, including COVID. While while we do what we can to protect them. We don't expect nor appreciate the government enforcing its will upon everyone. Agreed. Uh, I'm with you, Brandon. Agreed. I'm saying that um, we I'm saying that people like me, and I assume you then, because you're people who are at risk, you would have voluntarily done a lot of things to help them. You wouldn't need the government to do it. That's my point. You could have done tracking and tracing, and you would have done it, I think, on your own. You wouldn't have acquired government if you thought it was gonna help your, your your loved one. You'd be like, Yeah, yeah, that's gonna help my someone I love. I'll do it. Let's do it. I'm in. I think there's no need for the force. I think we could have gotten it by just asking. I think they would have done it. So yeah. Uh, Karina says, "Oh, talking to, she's talking to Joe. Sorry about that. That's talk. That's not, that's for Joe, not for me. I apologize." Yes. Kelly says, "I will refuse to comply with government order tracking. Um, as a decent human being, will let my friends and family know if they have been exposed. I don't need the government to force me the right thing." And that's my point, Kelly. Uh, again, I'm with you. I think I think Brandon and I are on the same page. I'm not sure. I think you would have done it on your own because you care about the people around you who are at risk, right? You'd be like, I care, so I'm going to do it. You wouldn't require the government to tell you because I think you would have you would have done it right without without having to do that. That's what I believe. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I, I think most people, not most, that's wrong. Enough people would have voluntarily given information so we could have known how things are moving back and forth. I think we would have done that. So, maybe. So, because the protected are are insecure about the unprotected, not caring about being unprotected, because the protected know that they're not really protected, so they're jealous of the unprotected. (laughs) Nicely put. Um, I'm not sure that's true. And Hear me out before you yell at me. Hear me out. I think a lot of this is just my team versus your team, virtue signaling. I think a lot of it is that. I think a lot of people expect you to wear the thing or do the thing or act the way or say the words because that shows you're one of us or that shows you're a good person like we are. And if you don't wear the thing or say the words or whatever, do the thing then clearly you're one of the bad people. See that? You're the bad people. You're not wearing the thing or saying the words. You're the bad person. It's a lot more of that than anything else. That's my gut. That's how I feel here. Right? That That's how I feel. Right? Anyway. Um, Larry, there is a population among the, the people that cannot tolerate shellfish. Agreed. Is, is it a plague to them? Well, shellfish is... Yeah, to them it is. Does that mean that we push anti-shellfish measures on the rest of us? No, but I think we, we do, though, right? I, I think we do. And I think it's okay. If you go to most restaurants, particularly those who have a lot of people coming in from other areas, like those in you know tourist areas, New York City is a good example, um, Orlando is a good example, L.A., many people, many times you walk in the, into a an restaurant and the waiter or waitress, the server, literally says, is there anyone who has an allergy to shellfish? or any allergies, they will ask you that. And, and this goes back to my same point earlier. Does the government push it? No, but do we do it? I think we do and we should. Uh, my my daughter has a, a serious peanut allergy, right? Do we keep peanut butter in the house? Yes, we do. We do. I don't punish everyone in my house because one member is, is allergic, but we take precautions and we've been fine so far. We take precautions. Why? Because I don't expect the world to take precautions. So I've trained my daughter to realize she has to take precautions. She's got a serious allergy. She's got to take precautions. Like we have an EpiPen. Those of you who know if kids have, who have allergies, you know what I'm talking about, right? You have allergies. You have to take care of it. So you do that. And so I don't think the government pushes, but I think society does. And I'm okay with that push. I think we should do that. That's the right thing to do. You should go into... If you have a shellfish. Uh, if you have a family member who has an allergy like that, you should be making sure they ask the, the server if there's a problem or an issue or, you know, is, are there any shellfish in here or are there peanuts in this or something like that. I think it's critical. So, yes, um, I don't think the government should push it. But should we as a society or culture? Yeah, we should. I think we should. Not must. Should. And I think in many cases we do. Right. I think in many cases we do. And I'm okay with that. So, yeah, I hope that was was clear. Yes. <laughs> um, Would never yell at Larry and agree it's like Jets versus the Pats or versus the Yankees. The issue has bad blood infused to it. Does that make sense? I think it does. Uh, yeah, I think it does. 100%. And I still love you. Even when we disagree. I still love you. I hope, man, I hope, that all the people who've spoken to me, with me, seen me in events, chatted with me on whether I'm on Green Room or something, Understand that you can disagree with me. I'm okay with that. You will. Everybody who's you disagree with something I say. Of course you are. It doesn't mean I don't like you, but we can't keep talking. That's the point. I want us to be able to talk constantly, always be open. Fighting doesn't help. Talking does. Absolutely. Talking really does. That so yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, let's see if I can go here. Um, John says, my fiance loves a black pepper. We know all the top accommodating restaurants in the Orlando area. No dependency on government. Bingo. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that's my point. I think we should, and note the word I said, should, not must, not government. But yeah, it's a good idea to do that. I I hope we do. I would like that to be true. 100%. So yeah, guys, again, as I always say, please do me a favor. Go to advocates.org. Take one of those quizzes and share them. It makes them happy. It makes me happy. They are my sponsor. There's a link. You saw it. It's, it's in the description. Click that link. Take this and share it. Let people see it. Why? Because you'll have conversations just like this. And you'll start turning people to thinking hopefully a better way. You'll start hopefully seeing why people would think a certain way. And then have those conversations to move them in the right direction. It does matter. If we're going to save our country, and I hope we will, if we're going to save our nation, I hope we will, and even the world, it's not going to be because we bomb each other, yell each other, scream at each other. It's because we're talking. Critical. Theadvocates.org helps make that happen. That's why I bug you about them all the time. That's why I keep doing it. We should, yes. Yes, Katrina. Conversation is the only way forward. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Brennan says, I'm really liking Larry's use of should, and sitting how it should not be compelled. Exactly. We have a First Amendment. You can say what you think is right. You just can't enforce what you think is right. You can say what you think is right. I'm okay with that. No worries. All right, guys, I'm let you go. I will be back on in about 15 minutes with Spike. I'm going to grab something maybe to drink or eat, and then I'm back in action again. I will see you all very soon.